Folgerpod. Folgerpod. A podcast from the Friends of Georgia Radio. The Radio Talent Institute is a program that brings broadcasting professionals together with a group of 20 to 24 Georgia college students at the Grady College. It's sponsored by the Georgia Association of Broadcasters, but was started by by longtime broadcast consultant Dan Valley. And it's still one of the most impactful seminars that a college student interested in a career in radio could get involved with. This year was no exception, an incredible gathering. We've got a couple of the bright students that were there and Bob Houghton from the GAB to introduce it. That's next. How you doing? I'm Jim Morrison, proud member of the Friends of Georgia Radio. Listen, if you experienced last year's Radio Bash, this year promises to be even better. Join us Saturday, August 26th at the Old Town Athletic Club off Johnson Ferry Road in Marietta with our host and MC, sportscaster extraordinaire and former first baseman for the Bulldogs, Ernie Johnson. We'll be inducting five more Georgia Radio legends, awarding four new scholarships, and this year there'll be new awards for Innovative Stations of the Year. Don't miss it. August 26th. Get your tickets now at friendsofgeorgiaradio.org. We're talking to Bob Houghton, who's president of the GAB. And before we get into the interview with the students who were there, I want to find out from Bob a little bit more about the Radio Talent Institute. And it's a phenomenal group of professional broadcasters mentoring young broadcasters. Bob, what is RTI? How did did you hear about it first? Well, the Radio Talent Institute uh, is the... Created by Dan Valley, he does. He's the godfather for it, and a great friend that uh, that I met through the Radio Talent Institute. When I was hired for this job uh, 12 years ago, uh, one of the things I wanted to do was start something like the Radio Talent Institute. I didn't really know how to do it, and as I looked into it, I learned it was too hard, <laughs> and it wasn't going to be me and my limited staff doing it. So through our mutual friend Sanders Hickey, I met Dan Valley at the uh, NAB in Las Vegas in uh, 2013, and we started talking, and I knew immediately that this was something I wanted to do. So immediately that Dan says, well, this will be great. We'll do it next year. And I said, no, let's do it this summer. And and Dan was quite surprised, but uh, sure enough, we talked in April, and we did it in May, and, uh, and Dan put it all together, and we've been doing it seven years, and we had you know the three-year interruption which was actually four because we did get the uh, the one done in 2019 and we started again in 2023, but we missed the 2021 and 22. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was just all Dan Valley and we put it together in about 45 days. And it's hard to describe what goes on, but it's basically two weeks of intense workshops for what, 24 young college students? Our goal is to have the, the, the 24 to 25 students. Honestly, we probably have averaged over the years in the low 20s. I think we got to that max uh, number once, but we were always, you know, 18, 20, 22, 24 in that frame. And Bob, part of it is is kind of an intense, a very intense uh, group of workshops helping these young students, uh, young broadcasters understand a lot about the business. And I'm telling you, just looking at the quality of the speakers you had this year, what a great variety. People like, you know, nationally known Mike McVeigh and, and Don Anthony and, and then uh, John. 
John Demick and Shambi and K.J. Allen and Chris Egan over at Cox. You had the president of Salem Broadcasting here. Well, you know, the the, the students are the stars of the show, as you're going to see it, as this video plays out. But uh, I will tell you, uh, from day one, the first year, the number of people that came and gave up a day of their, and some people like had to travel more, more than a day. Unless you worked in Athens, Georgia, you were giving up your day that day to drive over, talk to the students, spend a little time with them afterwards, and, and get back to the office. So it was very, these 40 people from our business every year, we have the same number, four per day for 10 days. And it's, and those people giving up of their time, that is exciting. That is inspiring. You mentioned uh, uh, Alan Powell, Power, the uh, president of Salem Radio. I, I, I had to follow him after he gave his keynote address, and uh, he, he was just he, he had everybody just excited. Mm -hmm. The kids were excited, and, uh, and and we were off to a great start. And when I came back a, a couple of days later, I was with them at the uh, at our day which is one of the best i think in every market and certainly for us and the kids were all excited still for that and i thought well what's going to happen when i come back on friday the the energy never left the room the entire 10 mm -hmm. days they were just as excited in fact they were possibly more excited on the wednesday we finished up than the, the day we started but alan really kicked it off with a great great speech to start the start the sessions and and throughout the the two weeks people like rick caffey showing up and and make that's uh, what a what a powerful group of broadcasters and and the most powerful thing that i i saw two incredible things i was over one one day, um, the first thing I loved was at, after the day, uh, you guys gathered and and sat around in a little circle, and you and and Bob Lawrence and Abby Jessen and all sorts of incredible people were just chatting with these students, and like you said, the energy hadn't stopped. And this no. was four o'clock in the afternoon. And Abby Jensen is a graduate of the program. And that, that's building with, with uh, the last four years now, too. Uh, I think we had half a dozen people in the class uh, that were, were graduates uh, or teaching, coming back and giving back from having been in the class back in uh, the 213 to 219 or that we were able to do it. So, yeah, Abby was great. Uh, she was a star in a class, and she's a star already in broadcasting. And 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 Miss Ward from Emily Ward from uh, at the at Rick Caffey Station here, being a a major market general sales manager at before she's thirty years old, and she says that it started when she came here. And I want to say one more thing about Rick. Not only does he come, but he brings his whole morning show. And one of the highlights every year has been the V one hundred three morning show. I think we've had three different morning show personalities, uh, starting with Ryan Cameron and uh, and then now with uh, Tigger doing it. And it's just a, a great series of people. And the kids just love it. And uh, those guys have to be there. The morning show started at six. So they were on the campus at five o'clock in the morning, getting ready to set up. And that's the kind of dedication that broadcasters have to this program. Well, I appreciate you taking the time and let's get to the students and find out what they thought, because I, I can tell you a little preview. They loved it. And, I, and we loved them. It was just a great group. And uh, and you could have picked any three of the 12 to, to interview, but you picked three really good ones. I can't wait to see what they have to say. 
Well, I am absolutely incredibly delighted to have the three of you with us today. Um, three of the bright kids from the, and I'm, I'm sorry to call you kids, but, you know, right now, yeah, I'm the old guy and you're the kids. So um, <laughs> that's all right. I appreciate you. We'll get that. We'll get that. We'll get that. Uh, I appreciate that. Just call me dad. Um, <laughs> you know what? It was a great class this year uh, at the Radio Talent Institute. And I, I know that there were an awful lot of really bright people there and smart people. And, and you guys were all three at the top of the class. And I, I'm just I'm happy to have you here. And I'm, I'm happy to learn a little bit more about what you took away and what your goals are. Uh, I want to talk first to Massimo Ballou. You're actually from, uh, originally grew up in Alabama, right? No, but it is interesting. I will tell you, I'm, uh, there's not a lot of other people like me. Uh, my father, he is from Alabama. All his family is from Alabama. My mother, she's from a little island in Sardinia. So, you know, both of them come from the south of whatever country they were born in. Then my father, he was a traveler, went to uh, France, went to Italy, traveled all the world, ended up in Rome, Italy, not Rome, Georgia. He, he went <laughs> to Florence. He started teaching uh, English. My mother, she was a student. They were the same age, uh, but he was teaching English to all, you know, the lawyers or people who wanted to learn the language. He met my mother. They fell in love. And then here I am, Alabama, Sardinia, Italy. And, and now uh, first Gainesville, Georgia, now Athens, Georgia, right? Yeah, going to Brunel, and now you've switched to UGA and haven't been over there yet, but except for the Radio Talent Institute. But you got a taste of the campus. Um, and, and you want to go into what part of broadcasting? Good question. Good question, because I don't think there's ever an answer to that question. Okay. I would like to be a bridge between Italy and the U.S., I would like to talk about sports because I feel that it's very hard to talk uh, about politics in the U.S. On wherever side you stand, it's just very difficult. And uh, sports just allow you to be, I feel, yourself more. It allows you to show your feelings, your passion more. And uh, yes, that's where I want to get in. I want to get into sports broadcasting. I want to be a connection between Italy and the United States. We've awesome. got to talk about football, the real football. Well, I want to hear more about that as you as you go along, because that's a that's a, a really interesting kind of uh, way to look at it. And, and Madison, uh, I, I know you because you're one of our uh, four scholarship winners from last year at the Friends of Georgia Radio. Oh, yes, Friends of Georgia Radio. That was my first really big radio event. I was very intimidated, but it was really cool. And we got to meet you at our, our big old function and hand you a check, which is always nice as a college kid. <laughs> always, always, yes. I know that you worked with Dr. Dale Van Canford at, at Z98.7 at Piedmont, and you were the station manager last year, but you've graduated, and what the heck are you doing? Um, so I'm currently... Working, I've been here uh, about two months at WCON or Habersham Broadcasting, and I'm working on 1077 The Breeze and also uh, My Country 99.3, and I'm getting so much experience just all across the board. Uh, having a blast. So, And Justin Harris is one of Shirley Ellis' star students at Fort Valley State, and I suspect, Justin, that you worked at WFVS, too? Ah, uh, yes, yes. I was working at Power Jam's 96.9 at Fort Valley State uh, University, man. And uh, like you just talked about, Ms. Shirley Ellis, she told me about the GAB 
National Radio Talent Institute. And I was like, wow, you, you really think I have a shot to even making it? And I just remember uh, when Bob Lawrence sent me the email back that I got a tip that I was just so excited. I uh, didn't know what to expect. Uh, let's let's do talk about it right now. What what was, I mean, you said you had a great experience. Uh, Massimo, how, about, how did you feel about it? This was maybe your first exposure to that number of professional broadcasters all in one place. What a what a great lineup of, of speakers you guys had this year. So I got a couple of things I really do want to talk about. First of all, the experience was great because I met people who have a passion just like me. People, you know, like it's it's hard to find people who share this passion. This is probably one of the most beautiful jobs that you can do. Not a lot of people understand it because there's always like people who are frightened. Oh, my God, what it's going to be like to speak up in front of a microphone. I'm going to sound dumb. I'm going to sound like this. I'm going to sound like that. This is all people who just want to say what they think, who want to express how they feel and share it with other people to make them feel understood. And and I'm talking about Justin. I'm talking about Madison. I'm talking about a lot of other people who participated in this program. This said, I did love talking to all the speakers that came in. And one thing uh, I understood about a lot of those people who do this job is that communicating is a mission. It's a mission because you put yourself, you put this weight on your shoulders and it's a good weight that you want to bring something to the people. You want to bring a smile. You want to bring a laugh. Uh, uh, you want make, you want to make people cry. You want to make people feel something. And I think there's nothing more beautiful than that. And whether we're talking about salespeople or we're talking about communicators, it doesn't matter. They're all working. It's all an industry that is based on making people feel something. And I love it. That's why I love it. Madison, how about you? So... When coming to uh, the GAB Talent Institute, initially, I was definitely nervous just because I didn't know what it was going to look like or who I was going to meet. And this was more direct than I think any other radio event was that I had attended in the past. So Friends of Georgia Radio was like my you know first taste and I was, you know, I was meeting everyone, but it was only one night. And so being able to you know, meet afterwards uh, after all these amazing speakers came and spoke to us and being able to make that connection was really, really cool. And one thing I know this is like probably was their goal, but uh, in sales, I knew like uh, just a little bit about sales and it really expanded my knowledge on it and also what it could look like in tandem with uh, on-air work. And um, I'm currently training in sales right now, actually, which is really crazy. Uh, just to see if I like it. I mean, I'm getting my hands in on, on everything, but I was like, dang, these salespeople are either really good at their jobs or I, you know, I, I could actually do it. So that's interesting. And it sounds like you went in thinking that your career was in the audio entertainment aspect of it. Oh, and all yes. of a sudden you've switched. Any, how about you, Justin? Did, was there anything that was especially informative and, and maybe brought you a new perspective or a new career, a career perspective in the presentations you saw? Listen, I didn't know what to expect when I first got the country boy from Fort Valley, Georgia, right? When I got there, I was just so amazed that like, I'm meeting all of these big time people in the media business. And, uh, you know, the impact it left on me, 
These are my notes that I still walk around with to this day, y'all. <laughs> hey, man, it's in a mess about know how I get with the dinner. But, man, I was just blessed and amazed. I didn't know, like Madison said, I didn't know anything about radio sales. Uh, I did, all I know is that I wanted to become, I wanted to be an uh, on-air personality. That's it. Just to learn the business side, the behind-the-scenes, to have the Big Ticket Morning Show uh, come to do that live segment right in front of us, right early in the morning. Just having that exposure to all of that, it definitely changed my perspective. And it has, and, and, and the one thing that I was taught at the, the GAB National Radio Talent Institute, that in this business, you know, you it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice to get what you want. And I'm just like, man, like, you know, even though, uh, you know, I, I just left my uncle funeral, like, oh, man. I got a Zoom call I got to get through, just handling your business. You know, sometimes you, you, you got to learn how to press on. And, and that definitely was something that I learned. They just come from the JMB National Radio Talent Institute. So, man, I was just blessed to be a part of it and just blessed to meet so many people like uh, in the media. Well, I appreciate you taking the time today, and I didn't know about that, and I'm sure sorry about your loss, but we're, we're happy to have you with us. Uh, Massimo, what about you? Any, any changes in your preconceptions or your perceptions of where you wanted to go? That, that's a big question. And the answer is uh, I did – I was fascinated by the, the sales aspect. And, and, and I was fascinated by the fact that a lot of salespeople, they could have easily been entertainers. They're, j- they're just so energetic, so passionate. They could eat the world, but they're doing sales. Is it to get the nicest car? That's what they say. I don't think that's what it is. I think there's a lot of passion, a lot of dedication to it. I don't think it's just a nice car that brings you to get into an industry. I And you can see it inside of, uh, of the speaker's eyes. We just saw some some great speakers who were talking about things they loved. And, and, and I'm telling you, they were beasts. They, they just knew what they had to do to get it, and they would go straight up to get it. They knew what the solution was for their customer, and they're ready to do everything to make their customer realize what the solution is. Hmm. I'm just I'm fascinated that the, the three of you were, were so um, turned on by the sales aspect. Uh, that's and, and I think all three of you went in uh, thinking that uh, the on air aspect uh, was where you wanted to go and you've changed. No, I still want to go on the on air. I still want to be an on air talent. I am more yeah. open to, to, to the world of sales. Yes, that's how I would put it. And I think it's good to be open about all the aspects of the industry. Because if you're only an on-air talent, then you will never understand the programming. If you've never done editing, then you don't know how you should speak in front of the camera so that the editor can edit you you in a way that you can sound fantastic. If you're not into sales, you don't know how to sell yourself. And, and, And you can go on all day long. If you know all the aspects of the industry, I feel like, you can have a better 360-degree view on the industry and be the best one there is. Justin, you're shaking your head, too. Shaking your sh- head, Man. yes. Miss Emily Ward, first, you want to get to learn, like Massimo said, you want to get to learn the whole business because, you know, you want to keep going. Like Bit Tigger say, be immersed. Learn everything about the business. Learn all aspects. But when Miss Emily Ward, who is a GAB National Radio Talent Institute, came in to talk to us, 
I still have my notes, y'all. Let me tell you the notes that I got from Miss Emily Ward that just changed my perspective on life. Mr. Hold on. Emily Ward, National Radio Talent Graduate, uh, General Sales Manager at Audacity in Atlanta, Georgia, making over $185,000, 29 years old, driving a Range Rover, married, got a dog. I mean, come on. Who I mean, like, I did not know, like, the rest of y'all, I didn't know anything about radio sales. And just to be that young and flourishing early in the business, it definitely was an eye-opener. Like, hey, that wouldn't be a bad route. Well, you, and you guys had some pretty impressive uh, speakers in from programming, too. Uh, and you're talking about graduates, Abby Jessen, who is now the assistant brand manager at WSBFM uh, and doing middays, uh, is a graduate, too. And you guys got a chance to meet with her. Yes. What What else did you hear outside of the sales aspect? What were some of the big uh, takeaways? What was the one big thing, Madison, that you got walk away with that maybe you didn't know before? Um, I think the bigger picture for me wasn't something I didn't necessarily know before, but more of the encouragement aspect of things. Um, they were not only excited for us and taking time out of their day to, you know, talk to us and encourage us, but I mean, again, not to throw Emily Ward's name again, but I just remember her saying, like, be yourself. You know, if you're going to be anything other than that, it's kind of gross. Like, and, and that was kind of the message across the board. A lot of people were saying, you know, this isn't an age. Like, I remember we had voiceovers and they're like, this isn't an age where we're fake anymore. Um, you use your voice and and your personality as is you don't have to make up some like stage name or be someone you're not and i think that really um changed my on-air performance at work because i didn't put as much pressure you know trying to be someone else and, and the station that i'm actually on air on uh it's a bit of an older audience so it sometimes can be hard to relate to uh, so just realizing how i can still like put my personality in without sounding like too young uh it was definitely a balance but it doesn't feel like i'm pretending if mm. if that makes sense anyway so that was like the biggest takeaway for me was just um just the advice and the encouragement from the GAB Talent Institute for sure i think GAB and and Radio Talent Institute would be proud to hear that coming back at them that's <laughs> I say something, another big takeaway. That sure. Be nice to everybody because you never know who you're going to work with. Yep. You always want to work with somebody you like. You don't want to work with somebody you don't like. You know, it's funny. We, we kid about it, all of us in the industry, because the longer you're <laughs> in it, the, the, the smaller it becomes, the more because you get to know more people. It's a very small, incestuous little business. You will end up working with a lot of the same people and some of the same people that maybe ticked you off or you tick them off. And uh, and all of a sudden you're in the same building again. So, yeah, good advice. Justin, anything else? Man, the biggest thing for me. I was just so happy, uh, you know, just at the point of life where I was at the moment, to get away to go to the University of Georgia and be a part of the GAD National Radio Talent Institute. I wrote in my, you know, Instagram caption of my post upon uh, when we left that, you know, it's hard to believe in yourself sometimes 
But when you get around people who have the sales ninety six point nine and Fort Valley State, and I need to get get to it. But uh, just when me, me Massimo, and a uh, million when we got to hang out one night, and uh, just to pit their brains to see how Massimo works on his uh, audio editing, to see how million is editing his video, just a bit. Be around all of them to know, like, man, they're good at what they do. It was a blessing just to be a friend. But, but also, Justin, but also, Justin, sorry if I interrupt you, but the thing that I thought was magic about us uh, meeting up together, I cooked some Italian food. We had some good pasta. And then we went downstairs. We had all the microphones set up. Million was taking care of putting the camera in the right spot. And then, you know, while we were doing it, we were just, you know, talking to each other and all of a sudden is just turn on the microphone we're just keep the conversation going nothing has changed if you're around people like justin like million like madison with which you can have a good time with which you can have a good conversation with which you can talk about things that people care of then the work is easy i'm curious what forms of audio do you guys consume uh radio podcasting what do you listen to madison um so i I obviously do listen to the radio you know have to do my homework uh if you're going to be on air and i also listen to podcasting but maybe not the podcasting you might think of i i like a lot of um like narrative driven uh podcasts and i think that's you know a shining light in the podcast industry right now just because uh, the industry is so congested with someone who bought a, a mic from walmart and sat down in, in their kitchen and talked about their life and uh it's just not you know regulated i could go on and on about that uh, i also um i listen to a lot of different formats i think that's my my main goal i, I like to listen to formats similar to to my own and, and also see what other people are doing who i can learn from uh, I mean, I still listen to the same stations I listened to growing up, and I and I still um, look up to those people immensely. And um, so, yeah, I just I just like to learn from other people and, and see what they're doing. And it really is more of an observation than casual listening. Massimo, how about you? Joe Rogan. He's relatively successful. Uh, no, I like Joe Rogan. He's very natural. He's very himself. It just feel like talking to a dude that I met in a square in Italy. <laughs> That's the vibe. I'm not talking to... Uh, somebody who knows everything about it. He doesn't pretend to be that guy. I like it. I just like people who don't pretend we're just themselves. Justin, how about you? Do you listen to radio? Do you podcast? What? Yeah. And, and if I'm in a car, I'm definitely listening to the radio. Even sometimes when I'm in, I'm at the home uh, doing schoolwork, I'm listening to radio. But podcast, Shannon Sharp, uh, The Pivot Podcast, uh, those are my favorite too. What do you think is missing in audio today on the radio on podcasts where can you guys take it and and i mean you as the younger generation of broadcasters i think we all should be more open to talk about a lot more things i think that uh we live right now into in the 2023 in a society where you always have to be careful what you talk about and i think these are problems that in the 80s and the 70s we're not as strong. I think that people are too scared to be canceled. I think that we should work on on that aspect because there's a lot of things that we should talk about that we should get uh, profound and we we should analyze better. And we're not doing it because uh, we're too scared of uh, getting into 
unexplored fields. Madison, what do you think is is good about the audio that you're listening to today, and what do you think's missing? Um, I think the good thing about audio today is it is so versatile, and there's you know different ways I can listen, different ways uh, that I can observe it and learn from it. I like to learn from anything I listen to because I I feel like everyone. Everyone, you know, uses technology differently in Adobe. You can do like that one thing 50 million different ways. And so uh, I think what's missing, uh, kind of how I said earlier, is I think especially in podcasting, it's just kind of the same thing with with um, a lot of podcasts where it's not really anything unique or it's just someone sitting with a $20 mic, which is not bad, uh, just talking about their life. And, I mean, I think some people do it really well. Like, I know Million and uh, Massimo and Justin over here were doing their podcast, and I could be, I could listen to them for hours. They're just very engaging guys, very entertaining guys. And But then there are, you know, some people who just need to put the mic away. <laughs> um, so I think that that's the thing that's missing is I think we do, do we need more of that energy and also um, – People who are looking um, to bring that energy and uh, not be afraid. Kind of what Massimo said, uh, not be afraid to uh, speak their minds. Just- not in a super inflammatory way, but, you know, in, in a very honest way, I think is, is important. Justin, how about you? Right. So I think a positive thing is just like Madison said, to speak upon media, uh, radio is going to the media, digital media business. Everything has become a digital media. So that's good. I think coming from a local radio station where, Fort Valley, where the radio station is 20 minutes up the road on iHeartMedia, 97.9, the local uh, radio station for hip-hop growing up from where I'm from. The people that were working at the radio stations, the DJs, the on-air personalities, I feel like they had a a connection with the community, right? It was nice to see Mama Mia growing up how at, at fifth, in fifth grade at her elementary school seeing her doing what she's doing, knowing that, oh, that's the lady that's on the radio station? Okay, and she heard touching a young boy like me in fifth grade, right? That's in the point. Now, ever since COVID, right? We don't even see that. I mean, come on, guys. We don't even see kids riding bikes outside no more. You get what I'm saying? It's that loss of connection. I feel like once we get the right people in place, uh, I'm talking about for local radio stations, but just the point, I feel like the we got just a couple of minutes left real quick. Uh, you guys all three have a, a great amount of passion for the business and the areas that you want to go into. What advice would you give to a, a high school student or a, a young college student who was considering a radio career? Madison? Uh, don't be afraid to look dumb or not know what you're doing. If you're just now getting into it, something entirely new, the technology is is entirely new and and. Sometimes, you know, when you crack open that mic, you may not sound the greatest and and you got to kind of, you know, lay down your pride and, and be bad until you can be good. Massimo. Put a camera in front of your face and start speaking. <laughs> Justin. Hey, be you. Nothing goes easy, but if this is what you're passionate about, you got it. Well, you guys are great examples of the kind of young broadcasters we want to see getting into the business. And I'm proud to have gotten to know all three of you. And uh, I hope you know that at Friends of Georgia Radio, we would love to be a resource if we can connect you with other people in the business. Uh, Please reach out to us. And thanks for taking the time today, all three of you.
Thank you very, very Thank much. Thank you. Yes. Thunderpod.